Hello, this is Tushta Krishna Das, and you're listening to ISKCON Denver podcast, where you can hear all of our classes and kirtans. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with others. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. to uh, chant briefly Jagat Marga. Like some devotees say, they lost their heart in Vrindavan, and uh, I kind of lost my voice um, out on the streets on Sankirtan. Yeah, thank you. <coughs> so that's why I have a hard time trying to chant, <laughs> due to offense rate. Um, I have a little water here. Thanks. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale, Srimate Bhaktivedanta, Swamim Ittinamine, Namaste Saraswati Devi, Gauravani Pachadine, Nevisesha Sunyavani, Vasjati Desatadine, Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunatananda, Shri Advaita Gadadhar, Shivasadi Gauda Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 
Bhagavate Vasudevaya We're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 6, Brahma Satisfies Lord Shiva. We're reading texts 26 and 27. What we'll do is we'll chant together 27 since it has a purport, and I'll just chant 26 first. Yo yo stachnan viprasta nava kuntum punjaram vitrisho pitvyantamba payayanto vijagachi. After the damsels of the heavenly planets bathe in the water, it becomes yellowish and fragrant due to the kumkum from their bodies. Thus, the elephants come to bathe there with their wives, the she-elephants, and they also drink the water, although they are not thirsty. So text 27, we'll do the word for word first. Tadahema of pearls and gold, Maharatna, valuable jewels, Imana of airplanes, Shatta with hundreds, Sankalam crowded, Jistam occupied, <coughs> enjoyed, Punyajana Stribi by the wives of the Yakshas, Yata as Kam the sky, Satadit Ganam with the lightning and the clouds. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. The airplanes of the heavenly denizens, oh, sorry, I should uh, chant the verse. Tadahema Maharatna Vimana Shatta Sankulam Jushtam Punyatana Stribi the airplanes of the heavenly denizens are bedecked with pearls, gold, and many valuable jewels. The heavenly denizens are compared to clouds in the sky, decorated with occasional flashes of electric lightning. Srila Prabhupada's purport. The airplanes described in this verse are different from the airplanes of which we have experience. In the Srimad Bhagavatam and all the Vedic literatures, there are many descriptions of Vimana, which means airplanes. On different planets, there are different kinds of airplanes. On this gross planet Earth, there are airplanes run by machine. But on other planets, the airplanes are run not by machine, but by mantric hymns. They are also used especially for enjoyment by the denizens of the heavenly planets so that they can go from one planet to another. On other planets, which are called Siddhalokas, the denizens can travel 
from one planet to another without airplanes. The beautiful airplanes from the heavenly planets are compared here to the sky because they fly in the sky. The passengers are compared to the clouds. The beautiful damsels, the wives of the denizens of the heavenly planets, are compared to lightning. In summation, the airplanes with their passengers, which come from higher planets to Kailas, were very pleasant to look at. <coughs> Namao Vishnu Vidaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktiviranta Slamin Ittinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nervishesha Sunyavadi Paschati Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasavi Gauravaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Agyanatmanandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Swaparantikam I'd like to humbly beg the blessings of their lordships who look always so beautiful. Thanks to all of you for taking care of them so nicely. It's wonderful. Without that, we would be crestfallen and depressed. <laughs> so uh, much appreciation. And <clears throat> beg the blessings of Srila Prabhupada, Parampara, and all the devotees to say something Krishna conscious and about airplanes. <laughs> yeah. So here we are at Kailas. And there's a description, pretty amazing description, because we've been with um, Sati and Lord Shiva and Daksha and everyone at this Jogya, and now we're getting a little bit of a break <laughs> from that, and we're hearing about the opulences of Kailas, and of course the uh, denizens of the heavenly planets, the higher planets, which is uh, very refreshing to hear. So here we see that there's great opulence, and why not? Because we see the nature of uh, Lord Shiva and Sati, uh, Durga, uh, great opulence. And therefore, their planet is uh, appropriately opulent and worth seeing. Even by the denizens of the higher planets, they like to see. Um, but of course, uh, we ourselves, um, if we are on, on the way back to Godhead, we don't really want to stop there. <laughs> we want to move on. <laughs> but it's always nice to uh, read anything in the Bhagavatam because it's um, meant for connecting us with um, Krishna 
Radha and Krishna ultimately. So um, we can see that the opulence of higher planetary realms is not uh, mechanical. And here on the earthly realm, things are very mechanistic, very mechanical, very gross. The higher planets, more subtle, and many things mantric. In other words, activated by mantras. Here, this planet is fortunate to have had um, so many great devotees still on the planet, have been on the planet, and to have had uh, and still have Srila Prabhupada to have this planet become more mantric and eventually uh, fully engulfed with uh, the Maha Mantra. Well, it's predicted, so every town and village. So in that way, things will become um, more opulent, less gross on certain levels, and more um, mantric and uh, more motor goodness and beyond. So that's the hope and that's the prediction. So these uh, airplanes, these vimanas, uh, <coughs> there's different types of uh, airplanes on the different planets and we already checked out a lot of them on this one <laughs> so far. And of course the devotees, whenever uh, Prabhupada or different devotees would come to their, their dom, then many times they would go to the airport and greet Srila uh, Prabhupada or devotees would greet their um, gurus or other devotees at the airport and they would look at these airplanes in a different way because they were carrying either Srila uh, Prabhupada or the devotees and their gurus and so they would look at them as um, being utilized in Krishna's service. Especially uh, devotees when they were going to India. I remember going um, with the charter flights and all, all devotees. <laughs> there was all devotees on the on the flights, and Ridhananda Maharaj would uh, make announcements on the PA system, and the class on the PA system, and everything <laughs> was catered to the devotees. The whole plane uh, was um, a. It seemed to be a machine, gross machine, but it became transcendentalized or Krishnaized at that time. And so, uh, of course, I probably already know the pastimes of the uh, pilot asking the devotees to uh, uh, just, you know, make the dancing a little less uh, <laughs> forceful because the plane was. <laughs> going up and down and no but and devotees didn't seem to be at all you know cognizant of it <laughs> you know but the the crew were like <laughs> so uh, so anyway so that was a very Krishnaized uh, machine <laughs> with mantra so um, on this planet even these these heavy you know duty machines can become uh, utilized in, in Krishna's service. Um, and uh, many different airlines, uh, like United Airlines, was pretty blessed by Prabhupada <laughs> a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. In fact, I just got a, uh, a little note from a United pilot. There's no uh, return address on the note. There's no way to get in contact unless I contacted United Airlines and said, do you have a pilot with the name Roger? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I'd ever, you know, be able to respond. Maybe on Facebook, I don't know. So anyway, so he wrote um, how he used to watch uh, us distributing <laughs> in the airport. Apparently, I must have talked with them because uh, I don't know why he would write otherwise. But anyway, um, so he sent a, a $2 bill and a little penny that's supposed to be like worth a lot and um and a little note and he became a christian and he's very much you know um, into his christianity i don't think he was probably like that before but anyway he used to watch the devotees and um, so a lot of these air airline pilots and crews they got a lot of mercy <laughs> so that was just one out of the krishna blue that, you know, wow, oh, who is this? <laughs> it, I just had to laugh when I opened it up because uh, you just never know, you know, who's going to be touched. So uh, anyway, here we see that um, on the heavenly planets, um, there's uh, enjoyment higher than ours. Like for some people on this planet, it would be hard to believe, but... Uh, it is true that they have more material enjoyment. And you can see when we had been reading about Lord Shiva and, and Sati, <laughs> who's about ready to become Parvati, um, they have these wonderful qualities about them that um, they enjoy um, with their denizens, with their devotees, and um, with their um, meditation on the Supreme Lord and their service to the Lord, they're very much enjoying that. And uh, of course, the residents of the, um, the higher planets, they <clears throat> tend to enjoy more with a um, passionate kind of mode. Um, you know, they're devotees, but um, a lot of their enjoyment is um, for their own uh, pleasure. So generally speaking, when they're on these airplanes, it's for their enjoyment. And for some, their enjoyment comes without any um, airplanes by their own mystic powers, the siddhas that just can fly in the sky without any um, machine just by their mystic powers. So uh, we'll probably see devotees in the future doing that. <laughs> I mean, maybe not in our lifetime, but <laughs> you know, maybe there's a few now, I don't know, but in their dreams at least, perhaps. So um, <clears throat> the, um, these denizens, these airplanes, they're compared to the sky and the denizens to the clouds and um, they have this beauty of the wives that are, is compared to lightning. And this lightning is Tadit. And we all may know Tadit Devidasi from Dwarka. 
New Dwarka. And she uh, has that beautiful name. Um, <clears throat> from the Krishna book, the beauty of the gopis is compared to lightning in the sky. So uh, this beauty of these different um, personalities, these wives throughout the, even the material universe are compared to lightning. And even Krishna, you know, he is sometimes compared to um, his beauty, his um, effulgence and complexion to uh, silver electric aura. That's how it's, Prabhupada explains it in the Krishna book. It's that kind of beauty. It's, a be it's unbelievable. Like some people say, why, you know, Krishna is bluish, blackish, or bluish, and uh, like a rain cloud. Um, well, it's the most beautiful. <laughs> Besides, of course, the golden complexion of Srimati Radharani, which some may say is even more beautiful. But uh, anyway, two together there with um, in Lord Chaitanya. So they're both so beautiful. So this is um, how, how they're compared, their beauty. And of course, clouds, you know, Krishna, uh, Ganesham, right? We remember Bhaktivedanta Swami. He was Ganesham Das Brahmachari. <laughs> he was blackish like the beautiful rain cloud. And uh, serving Krishna with that mood, a very beautiful devotee. And so uh, Prabhupada gave him such an appropriate name and appreciated him so much for his service and his risks and everything he did. You know, and then we of course appreciate his all his pastimes, including with Radhanath Maharaj and his departure pastimes, and maybe um, some of you have seen his, uh, you know, Ras Kirtan or um, different uh, videos where um, Maharaj was um, in ecstasy with the kirtan of the devotees. So uh, even, even on our planet with our devotees in this contemporary time, we can, we can see some of these aspects that are being appreciated by um, the demigods. We can uh, appreciate the opulence of uh, devotees and the doms where we reside or where we, the doms that we visit and why is it so on this planet? It's because of, well, Krishna, he's um, allowing us in Kali Yuga to chant the holy names. And this is uplifting everything. Even on Sunday when we heard uh, Dr. Gopinath's presentation, and he was talking about one of the ladies who had been part of the, the mantra um, research and she was chanting the mantra in the research program, and she was an atheist. She said she was a she was an airline pilot, <laughs> and uh, so she she was an atheist. But likely, if she was an airline pilot, she probably seen a lot of devotees. <laughs> so got the mercy to be part of this program that Dr. Gopinath was conducting, and he said that uh, you know she. She didn't like, you know, convert or anything, but she was saying how much, you know, peace and wondrous feeling she got from this Maha Mantra, and she's gonna keep chanting it. So 
obviously she's not going to be an atheist for too long. <laughs> so so uh, even, you know, today on the earthly planet, <laughs> these airplanes <laughs> and the people associated with them, they serve the devotees, you know, they've served Prabhupada, and we know the story of the airline stewardess that grabbed at Prabhupada's puffies <laughs> and ate them, <laughs> and then later the devotees found her in the Amazon rain, rainforest. <laughs> And she's a devotee. She lives in her little cabin in the rainforest, and it's, you know, decorated with Krishna art. And she chants Hare Krishna, and she's a devotee. So this is the amazing thing on the gross planet Earth, <laughs> with the gross airplanes, um, and the people involved. Um, even the film airplane. I never saw the film, but I did see the. Um, Hare Krishna's in the movies. <laughs> there was this like uh, video of clips of uh, Hare Krishna devotees in, in different movies, YouTube. And so they, they show uh, the little clip from the airplane movie. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's obviously professional um, actors who are at the, the desk, you know, the ticket desk before you go on. Is it chanting or no chanting? <laughs> it is just hilarious, and uh, and there's so many funny funny clips in that in the airports and you know on the streets and Jagaranga Prabhu he used to be in a lot of the, the shows <laughs> because they would come from uh, Hollywood to New Dwarka to um, recruit the devotees for scenes in their movies. <laughs> And he said, even now I get a little, what do they call it, rebate in the mail? Like he'd open up an envelope and he'd get a dollar. Oh, they ran the movie again or something. And so he gets a dollar. Like everybody gets a little bit if they were in the movie, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, even uh, we can see that this uh, planet will become um, perhaps, who knows, in the future, in the 10,000 years, we may be having uh, denizens of the higher planets flying around, <laughs> wanting to be part of the Kirtan Melas. <laughs> and um, maybe we'll want, we'll want to be here part of that too. <laughs> you never know. So uh, it's beautiful descriptions. And I was just thinking that um, we've been reading about um, Sati and Daksha and Lord Shiva and different um, devotees in this pastime of the sacrifice and of course Lord Brahma and so um, these personalities they have different qualities and so we can see that they're in these pastimes because of certain particular qualities that they have and they went through um, difficulties because of certain qualities like daksha and uh, and they had other opulences and other you know good qualities so i was just thinking it would be interesting to discuss how these personalities um, as we've been reading in this canto have impacted you you know like what about these qualities um, you know, what about their nature? I mean, how does, what, why, what does it have to do with us? I mean, why are we reading about this? What, what does it mean to our lives uh, for 
you know, these personalities, Sati and Lord Shiva. I mean, why, why would we be interested? What does it have, you know, what's in it for me, they say. So, uh, or do we just, would we like to just glorify their qualities and, um, and, and explain why uh, we appreciate them? Or what have we learned from them? I mean, what kind of lessons do they teach? And what, what is the good in it for us? So if anybody would like to add anything to that. Like, uh, for example, um, Lord Shiva is very, very compassionate. So what does that mean for us? And um, why, was he, why did he arrange to kill Daksha if he was so compassionate? And maybe there's different um, things that strike us from the, these personalities, or even from the descriptions that we've been reading about uh, Kailas. This is being explained by um, Maitreya to Vidura. So uh, would anyone like to reflect or add a question or anything or help us, you know, get some realization? I mean, why should I come to class? And what, what, is, what does it have any merit for me? Well, why am I here? Why do I hear about these things? What's the good about hearing about airplanes? <laughs> yes. Well, similar to um, yesterday, class two, that I think when we, when we hear about such things, it can help us take us out of our own little world that is actually quite little and realize that it's so small and that there are realities that are bigger than us beyond our little bubble and help us sort of release whatever anxieties we have around things that are going on in our, our tiny sphere. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank you. So just want to comment on that. Yeah, this earthly realm is quite a, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking of um, airplanes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, our earthly realm is such a small realm, and Lord Brahma has four heads only, <laughs> so not so big. And airplanes, not so <laughs> fancy, like monitor planes. But, um, yeah, I was thinking of, um, like my dad, he, he was an airline pilot. And uh, during World War II, when he was um, you know, practicing um, barnstorming and you know, bomber flying <laughs> in Texas, um, because the plane was so gross, you know, especially then, that he said he was uh, flying the plane and you have to you know, um, take a route. It's like, you, it's like if, if you're in driver's ed, right? You have to you have to drive around, and you have to do a certain thing to pass. So uh, the pilots would have to follow instructions, you know, written out instructions alone in their bomber, and, um, and then, you know, they would land at an airfield and be evaluated. So he, what happened to him was um, he's flying, and um, 
the instructions fell down to the bottom of the, the craft. And these are the kind of crafts that, you know, are a little, uh, like, airy. I mean, it's not, like, airtight. It's just uh, kind of a crude plane. So he said he had to um, fly the plane upside down in order to have the instructions fall back into <laughs> to his lap. So anyway, so I thought, wow, you know, I should explain to him, because his whole life was, you know, airplanes. <laughs> so I should explain to him a lot of different things from Srimad Bhagavatam, like this, um, so he can see that there's more to life than, you know, gross airplanes, <laughs> than what's on this earth. <laughs> anyway, he does have Srimad Bhagavatam set. And uh, I wanted to um, extend his thanks to all of you. He, um, he had a 100th anniversary uh, birthday, and so um, I wrote a, a letter Actually, at the Zoom call for the, for the birthday, I made a list of names. I said, oh, everyone here wants to say, you know, happy birthday. So I read the list. Krishna, Govinda, Vrindavan, Vrinda, this one, Krishna, Sharna, this, blah, 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 blah. I'm going down the whole list, you know, and all, everybody's listening to it. And then, oh, whoa, what's that? And so then I rewrote the list in a letter because, you know, I wanted to read it. So it's like this big, long list of names, you know, Krishna names, all the names. And so we go, oh, tell them, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Isn't that amazing? You know, it's so nice. They, they all, you know, said that. <laughs> so anyway, he says, thank you. Please bless him that he can, <laughs> uh, when he leaves the body, um, contribute to the Sankirtan movement. <laughs> more <laughs> than he already has. Actually, when uh, he first came out here for a visit, I think the first visit, I met him in the airport <laughs> while I was distributing. <laughs> so I thought, um, well, I mean, he's a spirit soul like everybody else. So as soon as I, I met them, you know, and greeted them, I said, Dad, um, I happen to have here a book that you don't have yet. <laughs> I said, I have the um, second Cano part one. I know you don't have that one yet. So I really want to give this to you, <laughs> like I've been giving to all these other people here. And would you like to give a donation? <laughs> so he says, well, yeah. <laughs> so he gives $5. And then me being a big fanatic, I go, would you like another one with it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> take two and you can, you know, you can give again for that one if you want. And he goes, I think this will be okay for now. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, you know, he's a spirit soul. I better, you know, do it, do what you do with all spirit souls. And you try to give him Krishna. <laughs> so, and I'm sure he's, you know, he was probably flying. Um, the pilot for many uh, devotees. So, so thanks for blessing him. So, would anyone like to um, add anything to uh, your reflections on all of this? Like, for example, sati. Now, when you talk about opulence, Durga, sati, she is very opulent. Therefore, kailas, very, very opulent place. And her, you know, her um, 
wonderful nature, how much she was appreciated by Lord Shiva and all his devotees and her family, except Daksha at that point anyway. I mean, he did appreciate her before and then eventually afterwards, of course. But, um, so yeah, she was a very, very, very opulent personality. So opulent that she could even create, you know, planets if she wanted and destroy them and whatever. So in that way, we see that we're reading about a great devotee of Krishna, both of them, husband and wife, uh, Lord Shiva and Sati. So they have um, much, much, much devotion and much we can appreciate. Like when we go to Vrindavan, we so much appreciate what Lord, how Lord Shiva serves there in the Dham, in the different directions of the Dham as the different deities and as Gopishvari and as Gopishvara and, and all that, you know, he, she <laughs> does in the Dham. And so in that way, we, um, we have a great deal of, of appreciation. So, yes, Prabhuji. Mata G, it's not a question. It's just uh, I was wondering if you could give any more detail about the uh, charter flight that you were on with, with uh, all the devotees to India, like, you know, what was it like at the gate before you boarded? Were they doing kirtan in the airport? And is there any more details that come oh. to mind? I'm just curious. Really yeah, nice to hear that, Pastor. Yeah, it was an amazing thing because, um, yeah, there was kirtan and there was a lot of prasad distribution. Devotees just had, it was like Raghava Pandit with the bags. You know how he would carry these bags and um, he would take um, bags of prasad like to the Hati festival and he would feed Lord Nityananda and of course Lord Chaitanya. So everybody had a lot of different prasadam and it was very opulent and heavy but <laughs> everyone was pretty young. So uh, it was pretty exciting. Um, there were devotees from all over the country. I mean devotees I'd heard of but never seen and never heard of and now I was seen. And um, it was it was a flight out of New York, yeah, yeah, in seventy seven, I guess. So anyway, um, yeah, and there was a full morning program on the flight, and even Rijananda Maharaj said, "Don't eat the airline prashad. I mean, food." <laughs> he would announce <laughs> and I was just about to you know have something to eat I was sitting with Anuradha and I go oh okay we're not supposed to take this what what do we eat <laughs> oh I guess we eat all the Mahaprasad so it's like ooh <laughs> all this Mahaprasad and um, oh and then when the flight got to uh, Kolkata and we were um, deboarding on the tarmac, it was late at night, I don't know, maybe midnight or something, it was very late, and as soon as they open the door, it's like, <laughs> this thick, 
heat, heavy, wet heat coming down, you know, that I had never experienced before. A little bit on the East Coast, but <laughs> nothing like India. And so um, then there were all these soldiers, like with rifles and bayonets. And I knew that, you know, Bengal was communist then. And I said, Amarada, are they here to arrest us? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I mean, soldiers just lining up with their weapons. And I really didn't know what was happening. <laughs> so then uh, I, I guess what we figured out was that this was a greeting. It was one of the biggest or maybe the biggest planes to land on this tarmac at this particular airport. I think it was Dum Dum Airport at that time. So, uh, so therefore, they were making a big greeting, even though it's like, you know, practically midnight. And so, <laughs> so that was very peculiar. And it was also peculiar to see hammer and sickle signs all over. And I thought, Anurata, we're in like a communist state. I mean, is this okay? <laughs> wow. Well, I guess we're, you know, gonna depend on Lord Chaitanya. And even then when we left Mayapur after our few weeks in Mayapur, because you always went to Mayapur first. You didn't go to Vrindavan first. They said, you go to Mayapur first because, you know, you gotta get a little purification first before you go to Vrindavan. You, you don't qualify to go to Vrindavan until you go to Mayapur and get your purification. That was the whole thing we were told. <laughs> so, so actually after our wonderful two weeks when I was, you know, deathly ill, but it was still, I was so happy even though I was, you know, seemed like I was dying. Um, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so we were, it, again, it's like almost midnight, right? And we're ready to wait for our bus to go to, uh, back to Kolkata and then fly to Delhi and go to Vrindavan. Well, what, we're waiting there by this school bus, rickety old school bus, and what do we hear is rifle shots, sniper shots. And we're all like behind the bus and we're, oh my God, it's an attack, the communists, the Naxalites, and the devotees are up on top of the, yeah, maybe it was the Lotus building, you know, bam, bam, firing. <laughs> and okay, Hare Krishna, and we're chanting, and then uh, some of the uh, devotees who were organizing us, they're, okay, get in the, get in the bus right away, <laughs> and drive out, okay, drive, drive, <laughs> and uh, so we drove away from Mayapur. Um, that was very exciting. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking about this past time when you were talking about all the communism and the, and, and the signs and everything. There's a pastime of Srila Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur way back in the early days. Communist, communist, uh, communism was really rampant there in uh, Calcutta, West Bengal, so much so that uh, the police had undercover people that would go around to different places and organizations like Vaishnav communities to make sure that they weren't preaching against communism. 
So Srila Prabhupada Bhaktisiddhanta was giving a lecture. It was a group meeting uh, like every week. And there was one personality that was showing up every week and asking so many intellectual questions, very intelligent questions. And all the devotees that were assembled there were all, they were all blown away. But at the same time, they had some doubt. They thought this person's an undercover police officer. You know, they were thinking like this. And uh, anyways, as it turns out, it was uh, Srila Sridhar Maharaj in the beginning when he first started coming. <laughs> I've never heard that pastime before. Yeah, well, you know, uh, sometimes when we would distribute in the airport and show the first canto, there's, where is it that Prabhupada talks about spiritual communism? Is it in the pre preface? Or, anyway, it's in the book. And um, so we understand what spiritual communism is. But of all all books and of all words and of all pages to open up to <laughs> this one guy shh, opens up the book you know how they say open up the book and you, you, you know Prabhupada's going to say what you need to hear so this guy shh, opens up the book and he reads what he needs to hear spiritual communism you guys are communists you know you read some he's like wham down with the book and <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's, he goes, they are, they're, they're communists, they're communists. And, and all the people around, you know, the concourse are like, what? <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, at least he touched the book, but Krishna, you know, like covered him over, so at that point anyway. But Prabhupada said if you read one word, one word, you know, you can, you can eventually get Krishna. <laughs> so he read two words. <laughs> Spiritual communism, and <laughs> but he he made such an uproar that everybody was like looking, and I'm holding up the book, and everyone's like taking darshan, and like oh my gosh, you know, is everything all right? And then some of the stewardesses or some of the people that knew us there, they come over, is it all right, dear? Um, are they after you? <laughs> because we were always being, you know, like harassed, beat up, or whatever, and uh, or dragged down to the police station. Is it okay? Was he ready to arrest you? And <laughs> I said, no, he was just like not interested in spiritual communism. <laughs> and they go, oh, could you explain that? <laughs> so yeah, there's all benefit. Okay, so we still have some time if anybody wants to uh, make any uh, comments or additions to the airplane stories or uh, the Kailash pastimes or the personalities in this canto. I mean, uh, how have you benefited from reading this? Yes, Prabhu. I've learned from
Yeah, it's a good point. It's uh, causing our fall down, isn't it? Pride comes before the fall. And uh, <coughs> this is a, a very good lesson for us to, uh, you know, like Prabhupada said, not that our, we're fearful in a negative sense, but uh, you don't, we, we fear Maya in the sense of not being Krishna conscious. So we would fear pride, we would fear uh, the material energy, and that's why sometimes devotees would um, not really appreciate um, who Maya really is. Um, so to read these pastimes and appreciate you know, who is Lord Shiva, who is Maya Devi, Durga Devi, and appreciate them. Just like uh, devotees go to Vrindavan and they, um, they go to, uh, it's kind of like going to Kailas, you know, wherever it is, um, Lord Shiva, there's his dom. And in, uh, in all the, the doms, uh, Lord Shiva's dom is there and um, all the doms are there. So uh, you, you get a certain kind of blessing, right? from the devotees, so Lord Shiva would give uh, blessings to the devotees on their, you know, pilgrimage. In fact, the, the first um, pilgrimage that I took in Vrindavan, one of the first temples that they took us to was the Shiva temple, and we didn't really quite understand what was going on. In fact, we didn't know if we were doing the wrong thing, because we just didn't really know. But we went there to get Lord Shiva's blessings and protection and uh, mercy and as a devotee of Krishna. So, you know, that realm um, of Vrindavan includes all the different doms and realms like um, Lord Shiva's kailas and his uh, mercy and, you know, even uh, you know, Dur Durga Devi, you know, she's there too to um, assist the, the devotees of the Lord or to um, help them get purified if they um, don't behave properly in the Dham. So in that way, we can appreciate that. Um, it, just like you're saying about pride, when you go to uh, the Dhams, um, things like that seem to like stick up like a, a sore thumb kind of thing or like a big red flag or like a light bulb. Oh my gosh, what is this pride in the heart? You just feel uh, so many things uh, coming out, you know, from the heart, including the pride, you know, otherwise we wouldn't have come to this world if we didn't have some pride. So, so that comes out. And so devotees like Lord Shiva, when, um, you know, when Prabhupada's disciples would come to the Dham, uh, he was very kind to the devotees. He wanted to help the devotees, Lord Shiva wanted to, and Hanuman too, and all these different personalities that we don't like worship on our altar, but uh, want to assist the devotees and serve them because they serve the Lord. Hanuman serves Ram and Lord Shiva is serving uh, 
Rohit Sankarshan and, and uh, Maya Devi also serving the Lord. So you can see how they help, um, how they give lessons. And this particular canto is, is um, a lot of lessons. It's like, it's kind of like a visit to Vrindavan. All these lessons that we've gotten from this pastime are things that uh, you might have experienced in your heart when you're in the dawn. Wow, you know, there's um, this kind of passion or agitation or pride or um, whatever we were reading about in these pastimes. You, you feel that coming up and, and um, bubbling up and you want to purify that. So these pastimes, they help us to, to do that and appreciate these personalities more and understand who they are. And um, in that way, you know, through parampara, we, uh, we benefit from their association. So Prabhupada tells us we're associating with these personalities in the Bhagavatam. So anything else? Just from the Sindhu Devi. I think it's really interesting that we're hearing about um, the and it seems so take birth and be subtle material substance and and at the same time the typical uh, you know interrelational issues come up no matter which place we're in so um, you know, it happened between and her father Daksha and Lord Shiva this is something that's really relatable and it's or in a different universe and I'll come in contact with the same stuff as well next life I could be on the Yamuna and the mantra airplane but I'll still come in contact with the same issues. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Why we don't want to stay in the material universe, isn't it? And <coughs> uh, we don't want to be um, fearful of experiencing these things in the spiritual realm, but in their pure sense. It's like when sometimes when uh, you read or others read about what's going on in Goloka Vrindavan, and like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to be experiencing like all this anxiety for Krishna and like crying, you know, for Krishna and all these things that happen <laughs> in Krishna's pastimes. But 
Bruce Gross plane to the real plane, to go local plane, and not be afraid to face up who we are, you know, as persons. Like sometimes we're maybe in the eternity, um, let go of being in this gross realm, and then experience who we really are, and not be afraid to, you know, be in a realm where we may be in complete anxiety. You know, if a big demon comes, you know, say Prabhupada said, you take your birth perhaps in the universe where Krishna is having his pastimes if, if you want to, you know, get rid of your life and, you know, contamination, so-called. Just get trained up, you know, it's the further training, right? So, I'm not going to any, you know, place where, you know, Agasura is or Bhaktasura or, you know, Putana or Trinavart. No way. I'm not going to be around that. That is really exciting. <laughs> but anyway, we want to see that there is a realm where all of these things are. Even if it's extreme anxiety, <laughs> It's, um, it's, you know, the ecstasy of the devotees that they just, okay, whatever it is, for, for Radha and Krishna, they can do it. So we're not, we want to get rid of that, you know, hesitation sort of kind of, you know, hesitating, you know, say Ashvatthama is dead, and it's like, what? <laughs> and so uh, some No, I've had enough of that in this realm. I don't want to, you know, deal deal with, you know, like, you know, they have all kinds of elements uh, with. This spiritual problem. Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, this helping us. That this is the realm we belong in. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> and if we are coming back to this realm for any reason, be it to um, be pure in heart and to just help the mission on the road show. <laughs> so I'll thank you. Anything else? So all glories to Srimad Bhagavatam and all glories to Srila Prabhupada.